Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. It was uh, hot and heavy at the Ontario leadership debate. Uh, the progressive conservatives held their second of two debates for the leadership. They started voting, actually, in just a couple of days. And on uh, March the 10th, they'll announce the winner. It was a much different scenario than what we saw with the first debate that was held on the TVO studios last week. And, uh, well, the fur was flying. And uh, it's rather interesting about how things turned out and how... Uh, how intense it got from time to time. Joining us to talk about this is Alan Carter, who is, of course, Queen's Park Bureau Chief for Global News and uh, co-anchor of Global News at 5.30 and 6. Alan, great to have you back in the program. How are you today? Uh, good morning, Bill. I- I'm great. And, uh, you know, listen, I watched it so you didn't have to. <laughs> well, I did, too. So <laughs> I, I, was, listen, I was really surprised, actually, by the tone of the debate. I mean, I, it started off rather slowly uh, and uh, somewhat conciliatory. Uh, but they got they got pretty intense as as the thing as the evening went on. Yeah, it was like you say. It wasn't like the TVO debate that was just the you know at least the, the main three tiptoeing around each other and being really careful not to say anything that would give ammunition to the liberals. But by about the second half of the uh, this debate last night, yeah, the the gloves came off and you saw some pretty big swings. I mean, we all expected uh, Tanya Granik Allen, who is the outsider, the uh, single-issue candidate, really, who's just running on, um, you know, a social conservative platform to scrap the sexual education curriculum. She doesn't have very much to lose, and she's been very forceful, and we expected that. But we also saw some pretty big shots from uh, Doug Ford to Christine Elliott, um, and some sort of nasty back and forth between a couple of the candidates. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Tanya Granick Allen for just a couple of seconds. You're right. I, I mean, I j- before the debate last night, Allen, I was on the same page as you. I said she's a one-issue candidate, or so we thought. Uh, her second issue last night, which was pretty clear, she doesn't like Patrick Brown. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, Warren Kinsella, our, our friend, the political commentator, tweeted this morning that if I had a drink every time Patrick Brown's name was mentioned, I'd have alcohol poisoning this morning. This guy's out of the race, uh, seemingly not a factor in it, but they spent an awful lot of time and an awful lot of oxygen uh, knocking Patrick Brown. Well, especially she did. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, obviously there are legitimate questions about what do you plan to do with Patrick Brown if you're a leader? Does he get to run as a candidate? Is he in caucus? What does it mean when you say clear his? he got to clear his name? I mean, that's very vague. I mean, Mr. Brown, he says he's cleared his name, so... Has he? Um, and you know the other three candidates uh, sort of said, "Well, we you know we'd figure that out later." Doug Ford said, "When I'm premier, I'll sit down with him." Um, so that whereas Miss Granick Allen, she not only said, "Well, he's out of the party and will not run under me," but then went on to really pivot away from any kind of allegations of sexual impropriety to just completely blast Mr. Brown for corruption and for political crimes. And all of that stuff does not play very well, I think, for the conservatives. I mean, a certain portion of them that, you know, felt betrayed by Mr. Brown. But the liberals are just rubbing their hands together saying, I mean, what political party talks about systemic corruption inside its party this close to a general election? Not only do they talk about it, but uh, she maintained uh, very vehemently that it still exists. And, and how can we even trust the process that they're going through right now? That's that's not the sort of stuff you want to put out on public. And, and she laid it right out there. 
Well, sure, and said that she would scrap all of these uh, contested nominations. I mean, we're getting down to the, the short straws here, Bill. And, you know, we're very, very close to an election. So to suddenly say, OK, we're going to reopen all of these uh, nominations. Now, granted, the, the party has said that they're going to reopen at least two. There's a possibility they may still reopen the third one in, in Hamilton. Um, so, you know, it, it's not a secret that there have been problems. But to have it out on display like that by Miss Granite Allen, it is perhaps not the best for the party, but it certainly has, I think certainly we can say this, Bill, is that after her performance in those two candidates, she has become the flag bearer for social conservatism in this, in this province. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.